The Forest Mother by George Sterling. Read for LibriVox.org by Blazely Dragon. Athlon, the king bade silence to his harps, which murmured for a little and were mute. Then, gazing shrewdly on his men of war, whose armor scattered in the banquet hall, cast back the lurching torchlight, hoarsely spake. Methinks where war drew bronze hath walled your cheeks. Love hath sown lilies, and your sinews shrink. Lax with the feast, and not with lutes and wine, won ye my strongholds and the guarded hills. Your horses please you not, but daintier steeds and strife of happy loins, so grow ye soft. Wherefore this month, when dawn beholds the moon, a ghost, I call your swords to cleaner war, to peril and high battle with its toils. But least ye think I chide unwitting, list, I tell a happening of younger years. I, Athlon, as ye know, be mountain-born, and suckled at the torrent. Of our blood was never sage nor priest, not seaward roamed a stormier breed. Nor is it strange we wrought ever to north dominion, and with steel and herald arrow whispering our law, pushed out our straining borders till at last Corvanion fell and our foeman's line. Thereafter, my red father, at that sack being fallen, I was king, and held my state in girth his treasure city. Such the fear our lances bred, that for a prudent space the land had quiet, while with crafts and lore I laboured, and was beauty's servitor, in pleasant places being likewise chief of wary councils and with cunning pact statecraft and grey disposals of mine arts wrought kingship as the elder of you learn i made carousal nightly and was long at banqueting and armorous for these were joys withholden from my youth wherefore the days ran merrily at times forsooth my captains craved incitements of old war, but I constrained their furies. Then they held hot tournament and vigors of the chase. Yet would I none of these, but month by month sat slothful, wasting me my needful nights with wine and transient loves. I grew over-fond of luscious viands, and did hold my fool above mine armorer, for silken robes I bargained often with seafaring men, and drowned ere written tales, so flew my years. One summer, when a people had been bold, my border guards made foray. Of their spoil was little precious save a splendid girl, held to my pleasure. Wherefore late one eve I sought her vigiled chamber, at my touch this yellow-haired barbarian of the hills upstarting flung me from her scornful breast young-bosomed virginal she stood and laughed 
a mountain eagle glorious in her strength, held my desire at arm's length, and made mock at me, so fain to close with her. Behold, she stood the stronger, sneering. Then she cried, Thine eyes are sick, thy breath is foul with wine, go nest thee with harlots, soft thy limbs, kiss softer, and thou findest them. Northern mare would flay thy skin, and outland winds thy cheek, get hither. I, remembering past might, how once I could have held her helpless, raged, yet in the end departed vainly wroth. Then thought I of my mother of the hills, of that calm strength wherefrom mine own had birth, her hands so blessed with healing, and her lips silent with wisdom. Yea, I would go forth, regain that younger home, abide in peace, and haunt the quieted of ancient woods, then seek my city, even as once I came. The war-horse mad beneath me, in my grasp the shearing axe, and on my head the helm, red gleaming like Octurus air, he mount the midnight, when the rain has washed the dark. So sought I then my mother's dwelling, she, whom other sons had sorrowed, gazed a while, and smiling sadly at the lines that love and care had graven, told me all her mind, speaking me plain, who was no king to her, but greedy Athlon, protest of her brood. Thereafter I was guardian and serf of that grey house, did hew and draw did face those vaster hills, and swarm their coldest streams. I harried fierce their wild and furry kind, and sought me mountain sunsets and the dawn, seen beyond eastern snows. My counsellors were learned trees, wise whispering. I grew as rough as they, as kindly. Their domain was fair with holy twilights, and the hush of night long lingering. About their feet the brook remembered legends of their youth, and younger dawnings. Fitfully they mourned, responsive as the unreturning wind, cried from their mighty heart-strings, and the dusk found kindred voices. Well, my mother knew the hurts of men, what balms had gentlest touch, and wrought the cleaner. She, faithful, Love the man within that form which cities shape, and knew his follies. When I fain had kissed her serving maids, she laughed aloud and said, Hast her word, son, and hug the willing bear. And when my hands would steal her cellared wine, the blood of niggard slopes, she said, Drink first our upland lake fed sweet from distant snows, that gone thou shalt have darker vintage. I so counselled, stood a grin like an oaf. Thus, with her pure medicaments, she wrought. Then, when the pulse had slacked and sinews drawn, and saner blood wrought morning on my face, she said, Go hence, my boy, for noble cares await thee 
and the duties of the crown. Yet stay not always in thy courts, but come often and seek the music of my home, its dews and shadows, fragrances and calm, its moonlight and the stars that watch thy sleep. So came I to my halls, and her that dwelt therein, well guarded by my sentinels. Thus spake the king, and signalled to his harps. But swiftly on the silence that was come, Didst master her? cried one of his lords, to whom the king reminisced in his beard. In twenty years she gat me nine great sons, greedy for battle. Then, with mournful voice, Our other nine were daughters, quoth the king. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.